Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. surely need the Lord's help to try to preach and bring forth his word. It's something that man can't do by himself. It take long to find that out. Amen. <clears throat> I'm going to read a couple portions but a scripture, but I'm going to stay on this one first. Let's go over to Genesis chapter 6 <clears throat> Genesis chapter 6 <clears throat> and verse 5 <clears throat> and God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts listen to that of his heart was only evil continually. That's all he thought about was sin and pleasure. And then in verse 6 it said, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Amen? And then over to verse Chapter 8, verse 20. Got to read 20 because then 21 is the verse that I want, is, is the text. <clears throat> and Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took up every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in, listen to that, in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sakes. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any, any more everything that liveth as I have done. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just pray God for just a little while while we're here and that everything, Lord, that's on our minds, everything that we're thinking about, Lord, that we would lay them aside just for just a little while, God, and hear your word, what it has to say today. May God, your spirit move and help us, Lord. We realize, Lord, without you, we can do nothing. And we pray for your help in these scriptures today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'd like to preach to you this morning one of the most, I don't know how to word it, the most valuable thing that you have. The most 
precious thing that God has given you. And that is your heart. Amen? Not the one that's beating in your chest, not that organ, that muscle that pumps blood through all of, the, all of our system, but the heart, the spiritual part of us that God has put in us. Amen? <clears throat> Look at some things here. God has a heart. Not a physical heart, but a heart, listen, with emotions and desires. We have a heart because God does. The Bible mentions the heart almost a thousand times in the Word. It's essential that this, that this is what it says. The heart is that spiritual part of us where our emotions, our thoughts, and our desires dwell. <clears throat> David said <clears throat> in Acts, I'm sorry, in Acts 13, 27, it is said that David was a man after God's own heart. God blessed his people down through the years in leadership because they followed the heart of God. The human heart in its natural condition is evil, treacherous, and deceitful. Jeremiah 17, 19 said, Who can know the heart? For it is desperately wicked. Amen. <clears throat> the human heart is beyond cure. In other words, the fall has affected us at a at the deepest level. Our minds and emotions and our desires have been tainted by sin. And we are blind to just how pervasive and deep and dark the problem is. God knows our heart. Amen. He knows the secrets of our heart. Jesus knows the hearts of all men. Jesus pointed out the falling conditions of men's hearts in Mark 7, 21 through 23. He said, from within, out of man's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murders, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these come from inside and make a man, a person, unclean. Our biggest problem is internal, not external. Amen. In the hearts of men. <clears throat> Let's look here for a minute. Back on these scriptures. If we look at this fifth verse, I want you to know something here. This is the first step. It said, And God saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth. And then it, it, that in every imagination 
of the thoughts of his heart was on only evil continually. The very first thing, amen, this is the very first mention, I'll cover this in the notes, of the heart is in this verse. And it deals with the thought process. Okay? <clears throat> the heart, <clears throat> the heart is where all our thoughts and emotions and our own will. I've mentioned that. <clears throat> the the volatation. The volatation means the power of choosing and the act of making choices or decisions. It all comes from the heart. The heart is the seat of our being. It is who we are. It is what we are. And it's the way we are. How we act. How we think. How we choose to live. Who has control of your heart today is it you or is it god amen <clears throat> genesis 5 and 6 this is the first use of the word heart in the bible it is associated with the thought process and the intellect and when uh, when the bible speaks of the heart it is like i said it's not speaking of the organ but it is referring to the thoughts that help shape our being. <clears throat> Proverbs said uh, in Proverbs 23 and 7, it says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The heart is our intellect, the thinking part of our being. The Bible says man looks on the outward appearance. Then that's all he can see. He sees people's actions. He sees how what they think, how they act, and what they do. But that's all he can go. He can't go any further. But God looks on the heart of man. Why? Because he is watching how we think. He is, he is able to know uh, uh, whether our thoughts are pure or not. The Lord looks into our hearts. And knows what we really think. The scripture speaks of the heart. They are speaking about the intellect. You may, you may think you know the thoughts you harbor within you. And within your own heart. But God does. He knows them all. Guard your heart today. For he is watching. Amen. So we see the first part of this is our thought process. Amen. I want you to get that. You know, I mean, if you think about it, uh, and you've heard preachers down through the years, they preach, and, and they kind of neglect the part uh, that the heart, you know, is, is uh, uh, our, our thought process is not in there. But it is. And I'll point that out here today. Amen. So the, the man, huh, your thoughts and your intellect and the things you're, that your mind is thinking about, huh, that all comes from the heart. Amen. And at this time in Genesis, my friend, it was on sin and evil continually. Huh? Man provoked all of God's ways. The world wasn't around very much. Long. Man wasn't around very long. Huh? And he became evil. 
Why did he come so evil? Why did he come so corrupt in his ways? I'll tell you why he did. Because he got away from God. Huh? The scripture said there was only one righteous man at this time. And that was Noah. Huh? So it was the thoughts of their hearts. All they wanted to do, all they thought about, my friend, was pleasing this flesh and walking in this flesh. Huh? Huh? And and fulfilling all the desires, my friend, of the flesh. And God looked down. Huh? And he seen that man had corrupted his ways. Now you listen to me. Huh? And it said it grieved God in his heart. And you know what it said? Right. <coughs> so we see in the second part of it, amen, it deals with our emotions. <clears throat> the second time we see the word heart in the scripture, we learn that it refers to our emotions as well as it does our intellect and our thinking and our thoughts. The first time the heart is mentioned is about man's heart. The second time it's mentioned, it's about God's heart. God has a heart too, like us. Ours is sinful, but His is righteous. We are created in the image of God and in His likeness. He created us. So this grieving of God's heart, we see it from His emotions. So we see that His heart not only... We see that the heart is not only our thoughts, but it involves our feelings as well. Compassion, grief, sorrow, happiness are all emotions that come from the heart. Clearly, when the scripture speaks of the heart, they are speaking about our intellect and our emotions. Amen? Two things. Huh? Thoughts and emotions. I was thinking about this. <clears throat> Do you remember the Good Samaritan? I think Brother Mark preached on that for me when I was gone. Huh? You know that guy, he went down from the city of Jericho down. He was in Jerusalem and he went down to Jericho. And the scripture said that he fell among thieves. Huh? He fell among robbers. Huh? I tell you what, they beat him up pretty bad. Huh? The scripture said they left him half dead. They stole everything that he had. Huh? Took it all. And left him half dead. And he was laying in the road. Huh? Died. And would have died if this good Samaritan would have picked him up and took care of him. Huh? What happened to the good Samaritan? This was a Jew laying there. When a Gentile. And they hated each other. But he looked at that man. He was so beaten up. Blood all over the street. 
blood all over him. And he had compassion in his heart. <laughs> he had compassion for the condition that the man was in. Even though the Samaritans hated the Jews. My friend, he had compassion because he was a human being. What's in our heart? Emotions. Feelings. Amen? Praise God. And then the third thing that's in our hearts here in verse 21. And in this verse we see the third principle of the heart. And that has to do with our will. Amen. The power that we choose, <clears throat> the power of choosing, making a choice. So what makes so what God done after Noah had the sacrifices and the burnt offerings? Huh? He made this after after the ark had had the waters had succeeded and it found land, huh? The waters went down and the land was there, my friend. Huh? I tell you what, you know what that was? That was new life. I want to tell you something. All sin was gone. Huh? All the evil was gone. My friend, it was a new start. Hallelujah. I tell you what. Praise God. I'm thankful that we can have a new start in life. Amen. Amen. God can change our heart and make us a new creature in Christ. Yes. Yes, sir. Amen. He had a new start, my friend. And, and God smelled huh, that sacrifice. And it smelled so good in his nostrils, my friend. Huh? He made a decision on what he was going to do. I'll never destroy man again. Huh? By the flood. Huh? Without a rainbow. That's a promise. Amen? Praise God. You know what that represents? Not the rainbow. The rainbow represents God will never flood the earth again. Huh? That's the whole purpose of it. You know what it was? That sacrifice was. Huh? It pointed to the day of Christ. On the cross! Huh? His sacrifice! My friend, when Christ died on the cross, it was a sweet smelling fire into God! His Son brought redemption through His sacrifice. Amen? Amen? Huh? So we see... Amen? That it's our choice. It's our thinking. It's our emotions. And it's our choice how we choose to live. Amen? Praise God. <clears throat> power of choosing the power of making a choice. These three principles, thoughts, emotion, and choices. Listen to this. The prodigal son... It's the perfect example. Amen. I thought about this. I just preached this last week on him. On the prodigal son. Huh? Most everyone here knows that story. If you don't know the story, huh? It was about a young man. I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to take too much time. Huh? 
huh? he wanted his inheritance from his father. His father giving him his inheritance. And he went out into a far country and took all that money. And he spent it on drinking, huh? women, and everything. He took all that he had, all the money that he had, and he spent it on pleasures. Huh? And the things of this life. And he was having a good time while it was happening. Huh? But the money's gone. Huh? And he's living, huh, with the pigs out in the hog lot. Huh? And he's eating the same food that, he, that they were eating. Huh? You know what saved the prodigal son? Huh? His mind. Now I know a lot of preachers will disagree. No, that was not what it was. His thoughts were in his heart. Huh? He was down in that pig pen eating those husks that the pigs was eating. Huh? And I want to tell you something. He got to thinking. He got to thinking about what was back home. Huh? He said, "My," he said, "My father has servants, my friend. They have so much food spread across their table. They'll never ever be able to eat it all, huh? And they got bread enough to spare. And I'm eating slop from what the pigs eat." He got to thinking about home. Now that's just what the scripture says, huh? That don't tell the thoughts about his father. About home, huh? That was had to have been the highest thing. He got to thinking about that. And you know what hap else happened next? The emotions came in. Huh? The emotions, huh? Of home. How good he had it at home. What was there? The love, the fellowship, and all these things. He got to thinking about it. And I want to tell you something. The tears rolled down that dirty face of his. Thought. Emotion. You know what he said? I know what I'll do. I want to go to my father. Tell him this, huh? And I'm no more worthy to be called your son, huh? I took it what you've given me. I spent it on harlots. I spent it on parties. I spent everything that I had, huh? And I tell you what, I'm no worthy to be your son. Just make me one of your hired hands. The third thing was his will. Now he had a choice to do something. Huh? He could have stayed there. Huh? They were in a drought. They had nothing to eat. Huh? But he got to thinking his thoughts. He got emotional. And he made up a plan to do it. And that was his will. Amen. I'll tell you what, our heart, my friend, is everything. And you know what Jesus said in Gethsemane? 
And I know this is kind of hard to understand. I can't kind of, kind of grasp the difference between the heart and the soul. I know they're so close of being the same thing. Uh, the way I see it. Huh? But I know the soul is eternal. Huh? When God breathed into Adam's nostrils, He gave him the breath of life, and He lived forever. Our soul's eternal, Lord. To our eternal this morning. They're going to live somewhere forever. Huh? But it's also who we are. All of our emotions, our heart is. That's who we are. Huh? But Jesus said, my soul. He was in there sweating those great drops of blood in agony and broken because God had put all the sins of the world on Him and He was laying on the, on the ground praying and He told His disciples, He said, my heart is exceedingly sorrow. My soul is hurting. Huh? It's grieving. So they're awful close, if not the same thing. Some scholar, I guess, somebody a little bit smarter than me would have to explain it. Huh? But I want to tell you something. God give us a heart. Amen. And that's exactly who you and me are. Huh? Man sees us and knows us by the way we act, the things we do, the places we go, it determines our character. You know what? That's something that the country, this country has lost today. It's character. Huh? You know what? Character means something. Huh? It means something. I know to this, this nation it don't mean much anymore, but I'm going to tell you it does to God. Character means everything. I want to tell you something. Huh? Years ago when men ran for offices, huh? You know what? Regardless of if he had the experience or whatever, but if they looked at his character, they looked what you know they got a record of every every body that runs for office. They got a record and a history of his life, and they would look at his life. What kind of character he had? What type of person that he had? In other words, what kind of heart did he have? Huh? And naturally, you want somebody that's huh that's decent. Huh? Somewhere in us, in this human body of ours, is a control center where all of our thoughts, emotions, and choices come from. This control center determines, I don't know if that's the right word to use, I'm just saying that. This control center determines what type of people we are going to be. Huh? And this part of us is not physical, but spiritual. Amen? Let me move on here. I'm going to go over to Ezekiel. Chapter, if I can find it. Thought I had it marked. I want to go here to Ezekiel 36. <clears throat> Starting with verse 24. And I'll make this quick as I can. <clears throat> and this is God 
talking to Ezekiel the prophet. He said, And I will take you from among the heathen, and I will gather you out of all countries, and I'll bring you into your own land. And then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Listen. And a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments, and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave unto your fathers. Listen to this. And ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. Amen. Praise God. Listen. Huh? I will take you out from among the heathen. God is saying, I am pulling you out of this sinful atmosphere and among the sinful crowd that you've hung around with. And I'm going to put you in a new land, a land where there's Christian people are and that where the church is at. And you're going to be living in a whole different world. Huh? Praise God, church. I'm so thankful for this. Huh? That God pulled us out of the sinful lifestyle. Huh? Out of the sinful ways, my friend. And this sinful world. And pulled us out, my friend. Huh? And put us in a different place. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for God's church today. And God's people. The strength that I draw from you guys. The church this morning. Huh? Hallelujah. Praise God for that. I'm thankful for that. My friend, don't tell me if you're able to come to church that you can stay home and have church. It's not possible. I understand people sick. I understand they're handicapped and they can't come. And God knows that. But the scripture said, do not forsake the sibling of yourselves together. And even more, as you see the day approaching, that means the coming of Christ. Uh, I want to tell you something. It's closer than it ever was. Amen. Hallelujah. New heart. Let's go here to cleansing. Amen. Clean water. Cleansing water. The water represents the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit is to cleanse, whiten, purify, and refresh the heart from the old sinful lifestyle. Clean away all the filthiness of your past life. Clean and cleanse and separate. Now, <clears throat> praise God for that. You get it? That's what he's talking about here. Huh? I know this is prophecy, and it has to do with the Jews, but I'm, I'm preaching it to you spiritually. Right. 
on the Christ side of it. <laughs> How I see it, man. Hallelujah. Huh? I'll sprinkle clean water. I'm going to clean you up. I want to tell you something, my friend. I'm glad God can clean us up. I don't care what our past is, the things we've done. My friend, there's power in the blood of Christ Amen. to cleanse and purify the soul of man. Yes, sir. Make us new. Huh? Make us new. Well, preacher, I'll get straightened up one of these days. I'll quit doing this and I'll quit doing that. And I want to tell you something. Huh? You can try all you want huh? to get rid of your habits and everything you've done and all your sinful ways. But it's going to take the power of Christ to change you. Right. Amen. Amen. You just don't get cleaned up and come to God. God cleans you up. Right. Amen. 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 Moving along here, huh? A new heart will I give you. The heart that you have now, listen to me, is infected with sin and the sin nature. It is evil. It is sinful. It has to be gone and changed into a new heart with it that has new appetites, new passions, new affections. To live for God and to do God's will for your life. And walk in His ways in a holy heart. To love God and to love others. Amen? A new heart. That's what happens at conversion. When we become saved. Huh? You heard the testimonies. I just testified about it here this morning. <laughs> Amen. A new heart. I'll tell you what. I remember. Like I said, I got saved when I was 15. But backslid and got away. Boy, the Lord dealt with me. I was, was in a revival. Come forward. I pray what I pray through. I went to work the next day. Huh? I was working in construction then. Them guys were my friends and my buddies. We drank together. We fished together. We hunted together. We did all those things together. Uh, we were buddies. Uh, I went back to work on Monday morning. Uh, walked on a job. Huh? Everything was the same there. <laughs> Everything was the same. But I'll tell you what, inside of me, I was brand new. There was a refreshing and a change. Huh? And they knew that. They knew something was different. They asked me what happened. And I said, I went to a revival service last night. Huh? That's God to forgive me of all the backslidden state that I was in. And he did. Amen. New heart. <clears throat> Moving on. Huh? <clears throat> and a new spirit. Amen. I will renew your minds. I'll tell you what the mind needs removed. Huh? It needs renewed and changed in our thought process. Huh? Only God can do that. Right. Amen. I will renew your minds. Also enlighten you in your understandings. Correct your judgments and refine your will. So you will have a new spirit to go along. Oh my gosh. Thank God. 
with your new heart. <laughs> Woo! A new spirit and a new heart. Huh? Huh? Remember that? Praise God. A stony heart. How many people has this? A heart that's hard, cold, impenetrable, frozen to good, unaffected by heavenly things, nothing to do with God and true religion. God will take that, and God will take it away by convincing, by the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. And give you a new heart, one that, that can enjoy, one that can feel the love of God and, to, and, and the love for all men. And be a habitation, what's that? A place huh? where God, the living God, will dwell in us. Huh? Hallelujah. <laughs> what the what the Bible say? Our bodies are the temple of the Lord. Don't ever forget that. Amen. We have royal blood flowing through our veins. Now listen to this. I never caught this before <clears throat> until I got to studying this message. <clears throat> there are two spirits that God gives us. He gives us a new spirit when we become saved. And this spirit is a good spirit, a right spirit, a Christian spirit. Note that? Huh? You remember that? Your spirit was changed. Your being was changed. Your heart was changed. You had a new spirit about you. Huh? Then, God gives us His Spirit to dwell in us. <laughs> Do you get it? How can we lose? Huh? My friend, how can we lose in this race, this Christian race that we're in this morning? Huh? He gives us a new heart. He gives us a new spirit. And then He puts... His Holy Spirit in us. We have no excuse. Huh? Right. Amen. That's why, church, we have to cleave the God. Huh? All the time. Huh? You and I can't walk this Christian way. We gotta be determined. Huh? We got to be faithful. Huh? Like we said, testimonies this morning. All the things that come in creep in. Huh? They weigh us down. Sickness, death, whatever it is. Huh? All this is part of this life. We've been cursed. We've been living in a cursed world. And that's part of it. We have no power control of that. But I want to tell you something. When we walk with God, He'll take us through. Amen. Huh? It's not like the TV preachers that say it's going to be an easy life. My friend, you just serve Jesus. You'll have all you want. It's not that way. Not for the true Christian. <clears throat> Amen.
thinking about Rick and he's telling me and testifying to me. He said that the closer that he tries to get to God, the more the enemy comes in and hurts him and, and, and works on him and, and gets him discouraged. Huh? Boy, ain't that the truth. I know that's not a word, but I say it all the time anyway. Ain't But he's determined to go on. He sees the other side. Amen. Praise God. And it'll be worth it all. What did the songwriter say? He said, just one glimpse of his face and glory. All the toils of life will repay. <laughs> They'll be dissolved and gone and forgotten, never to be remembered again. And we're going to get a new body. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! A spiritual body. Huh? Praise the Lord. <coughs> Let me read you this. I've got to quit. <clears throat> Here is the salvation that is the birthright. Listen. Of all Christian believers. A complete destruction of all sin in the soul. Amen. And a complete renewal of the heart. No sin having any place from within. And no unrighteousness having any place from without. Amen. Hallelujah. When God does a work in the heart, He does a work. And He changes lives and makes new creatures. Amen. <clears throat> and then the last verse, if I was going to interpret, interpret that, it would be this. And ye shall dwell in this new life that I have given you through the blood of my son, Jesus Christ. And you will be my children. And I will be your heavenly father. For all eternity. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The greatest thing. That can ever happen to you. Is that you give God your heart. And your complete heart. Amen. And when you believe it, and when you do it, there's going to be a change in your thought process, in your emotions, and in the choices that you make in this life.